Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined again on a drive-by by our good buddy, John. How you doing, Johnny? The Road Warrior. Yeah, the Road Warrior. How you doing, my friend? I'm all right. Uh, hay fever's kicking in. Ragweed's blooming down here already. Uh, we just skipped right over the winter. We went from fall to spring. Uh, so <laughs> getting into 80s this week, and the ragweed's blooming. So my hay fever's kicking in. Well, so. let me see here real quick. As I feel bad for you, it's 36 degrees here right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, no, we, we need a freeze, though, I mean, to kill some of these weeds. Because if we don't if we don't get that, it's going to be a terrible season for me and Lisa both. Get terrible allergies. So. Nah, it's hard. I, I, I can't stand any of it, to be quite honest with you. I, want, I like summer and only summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate winter big time. Uh, spring and fall, I, I'm okay with, but the allergies do get you. I don't like raking leaves. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. like. Spring comes in, it goes right to we're all congested in the pollen here. Yeah. I like summer. Yeah. yeah, spring's so pretty for a little bit, and then all of a sudden nobody can breathe. So. But I'll take spring and fall any day over winter. Yeah. It goes for me uh, summer, fall, spring, winter. Uh, that, that changes when you move down here. It's winter, spring, <laughs> fall, yeah. <laughs> summer. Yeah. yeah, but it's probably uh, the only thing I hate about the fall is I know it's winter coming. So I probably go spring, <laughs> summer, fall, winter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but before we get in this show, uh, we got a little last week. We meant to bring it up, but our buddy Bobby Bataki or Bataki, however you say it. Yeah, he sent us a direct uh, chat on uh, Facebook about a trip report he had, John. So you want to hear about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. I know he went to uh, Disney and Universal both. So. Yep, it's a pretty long one, so bear with me, guys. He did a good job. I, I appreciate that he reached out to us, so I wanted to read a little bit of it on here. So he went a couple weeks ago. He said, hey, guys, been a listener for a long time. Now, long time now, and just got back from Walt Disney World and a Universal trip. 
thought I'd pass along my thoughts. Disney Genie Plus is absolutely worth it if possible. Definitely not needed, but it makes the day feel like you're getting your your money's worth. People will be getting this as the parks get more into the holidays and during the summer months. Okay. Our first day there was our first day there we went to food and wine at Epcot. The food was amazing. The impossible burger slider in Earth Eats was really good, John. Yeah. The slaw made the burger without it wouldn't have been at all all that great. So basically everything else hid the impossible burger. <laughs> if you got to put slaw on a burger and make it taste good, I'm, I'm, I'm calling hijinks on the burger itself. Uh, what I'm saying, so. <laughs> Australia had the roasted lamb chop. Decent but expected more flavor-wise. This is going to help you, John, because you're headed over there now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, not for the, not for this. We're going for the holiday kitchens. So. Okay. That's right. He was there for food and wine. My bad. But yeah, yeah. Uh, in Ireland, the roasted Irish sausage was good. Nothing special, but still a good, a good go-to. The warm chocolate pudding cake cake was really good. In J- in Japan, the tempura shrimp, shrimp sandro and spicy hako sushi, amazing. Italy had a really good mezzaloon and ravioli served with a good sauce. Both were really good. Spain, the seafood salad. No flavor. Didn't even finish. Very disappointed in this dish. Have you ever had any of these, John? Did you ever have the seafood salad, John? Yeah, I had it this year and I had it last year. and I, I, I tend to have to disagree with him. I thought it was very flavorful and I enjoyed it both times. But, <laughs> I mean, everybody's got a different palate. You know? Well, everybody got a different palate, but also everybody has a different day that somebody prepared it. That's the exactly. problem, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, literally, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Yes, there, so. a whole lot of gray area in between servings. Yep. Journey had the roasted bratwurst, uh, brought typically brought good the swanky saucy swine had the crispy pig ear salad hands down the absolute best dish we had all day had multiple and still dreaming about it have you ever had this swanky saucy swine john i yeah i didn't have the uh pig ear salad that he enjoyed so much but i did have the uh pork rinds and pimento cheese which i thought was uh fan fantastic so yeah um that saucy swine uh kiosk was really they really kicked it up kicked it up a notch and it was nice to see uh pork served in an, other ways other than just bacon that's all you ever uh, 100 more is bacon so it was nice so yeah, yeah it was re- that was really good needless 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 to say if this booth is still there next year and he and bobby goes down and wants to meet up with you this would be a good place for you two to have a beer and a, and, a, and some meats, right, John? There you go, yeah, the saucy, <laughs> swine, the saucy swine, right? Yep. So. Sorry, guys, about the Lou Mangello cough here. I apologize. <laughs> I just got over COVID. Cut me a break. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a copyright, so I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you have to mention it, but, you know. So. Well, I hate doing it because it's not me, but you know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it is what it is. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to try not to do it no more. All the parks were great. Crowds weren't too bad. Definitely not what I expected. Thought there would be, thought it would be a lot busier, but I'll take the small crowds. My one complaint is at the Magic Kingdom, and Doug will appreciate this. Oh, God only knows. (laughs) 
When a mother is pulling her kids and pushes me to get past me and asks her child, isn't this magical, but I don't let her kid get past me, and he falls down pulling her down, <laughs> then I get blamed. But I just tell my wife, it really is magical. People, please don't, <laughs> please don't push and shove. We're all going to the same place. Makes me think of dogs lying to be kind with one another. <laughs> yep, way to go, Bobby. Ratatouille, on the other hand, was very disappointing. My wife won't like to hear that, John. Between me and the lamppost, I'm not even putting this review to her because I yeah, don't. Yeah. I, I want her to absolutely want to go. You, you might want this. to tell her that John thought it was fantastic. How about that? Actually, my buddy John, too, who just got back, they did it twice and really enjoyed it. So, again, you know, not everybody enjoys the same thing, but Bobby has his right not to like it. Ratatouille, on the, on the other hand, was hand down very disappointing. The ride wasn't all that great. It's nothing but screens and all, and one ride-through area where everything is big and you feel small. The land itself was small and not very well done. I feel like this was a missed opportunity to make a foodie trip worth going to the area, that area of the park. Overall, it wasn't worth all the hype around it. It's definitely a one-and-done kind of area. What's your thoughts on that, John? Uh really it's not intended to be a land it's a, yeah. a part of france so mm -hmm. you know it's not a land in the first place um i thought it was very well themed i mean i uh when i was there i took some pictures and and did some uh uh investigating with one of my uh buddies that i worked with over at pirates of the caribbean she works there now and she showed me some of the hidden um little things inside some of the windows and stuff i took pictures of those if you remember correctly and, and yeah and, and put them out and said what they were. So I think there's some nice little hidden elements in there. There's paw prints in the concrete, yeah. uh, rat prints, I guess you'd say, and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know exactly how much you could really do. I mean, this is a small area. It's only a, a section of France. So it's yeah. not intended to be an entire land of some sort. So The only thing I think we agreed upon on this whole thing is we wish they'd have did an animatronic or two to go with the ride. Kind of like, yeah. you know, I would have liked to seen something back there. You know what I mean? I like to see uh, Remy underneath the hat, the chef's hat, if you understand what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. something like that where he peeks out or something. That's what I'd, I'd like to have seen something like that. I wish they'd have did a couple animatronics yeah, on the ride. Yeah, uh, and Universal went away with that from that a couple of years ago with rides like Star, uh, Spider-Man <clears throat> and Transformers. Um, and some of the other stuff, and then now they've kind of come back to it. I think with the raid last uh, rear uh, renditions of their roller coasters with Velociraptor and uh, Hagrid's. I think they both have animatronics on those, and people they find that people love the new technology and stuff. It's great, but at the same time, we still like an animatronic. You know, I mean, uh, it's, it still makes an attraction worthwhile. I mean, that's why Pirates of the Caribbean is still a hands-down favorite attraction in the Magic Kingdom, you know? I'll so. put it this way, John. Why do, all the old, why do all the most popular cars come back new? But they, what, the way I'm putting it is, is like the new Mustang and the Challenger and the Camaro, they made them all look like the older ones with all the newer technology in it. The best of both worlds, and I think that's what that, what that is. When you add an animatronic to some of the newer technology, you, you get what I'm saying yep. there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you can certainly seem uh, or and have all the newest technology in an attraction, but uh, a, uh, a a 
maybe you know a uh, witch uh, evil witch like in uh, that great animatronic in uh, uh seven doors fine great train. movie no oh well, okay great movie yeah ride. i was i was talking about her she was a fantastic animatronic um i think she was one of the highest tech ones for the longest time so well um, seven doors fine train how they put the 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 dwarfs in there and all but at the very end yeah. you had the witch to it the outside that little added right. extra I wish I, – I, that's all I think from – because I watch Ratatouille. I can't wait to see it, but I, I think they missed out by not adding an animatronic to it. Yeah, it would have been nice. Switching over to Universal, the crowds were way busier than Disney. I think more people are checking out Universal now since Disney is pricing some people out. Hogwarts, Hogwarts ride was amazing. Then we got to Velocicoaster. Wow, he said. Best ride in any of Disney or Universal parks. Fast and just keeps getting faster the second you feel weightless, and it's super smooth. John, I don't know if me and you could go on this. Oh, I'm going to have to do everything once. Uh, that's what I say, but uh, I'll do it once. It, it sounds awesome, and I know it's got some really good effects with it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to ride it. Um, and we're thinking actually about getting universal passes for next year um so if i do uh, we'll definitely be getting on it so i will i don't know about lisa but well, I, I i i'm getting on it as of now but i'm scared john well maybe brenda hold your hand yes harry potter area is always packed amazing day universal day at universal and would definitely recommend a visit there on your next trip down it seems like universal is doing more to attract and keep guests coming back, especially with with Epic uni Universe coming soon. Just a few of my thoughts. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas cooking up. Uh, thank you very much, Bobby. We really appreciate you reaching out to this. It was a great report. We loved it. And uh, we hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, and we hope you have an amazing and Merry Christmas coming up. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I hope has a great holidays, and it was really nice to hear from one of our. Uh, and like me and you were saying, it was a a, a a a friend of the show that we hadn't heard from before. So it's always great to hear from from anybody that uh, has listened. So yep. At, and I know, and I know for the longest time, I listened to you and Scott talk without ever corresponding with you guys. So I know there's some some folks out there that that just don't. Uh, uh, feel like corresponding with us but it's it's great to know that we do have friends of the show out there so. oh i love when new new guests new friends of the show reach out to us like with you john i didn't even think you exist when this show first started i've said it a million times i thought that was scott writing that review to be quite honest with you <laughs> yeah and then you saw my last name peters and you yeah. thought it was one of brenda's relatives yes right? so. <laughs> yes i was like what's going on here uh, we really don't have a fan and it was funny because Scott loves the flyers, so I thought he I thought he was fly guy. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> that's how that all happened. So, uh, but we really appreciate it. Now let's get on to some bad news. Uh, Judith beat me this week, John. I'm uh, not happy about it. I think she cheated somehow. You know it. I thought maybe you just let the lady win. No, I never let a lady win in any kind of sports. I didn't think you would. No, that just ain't me, John. Games, anything. Me, Mom, and Brenda play uh, uh, Rummy. I don't let them win. Neither one of them. Can't let it happen, John. Yeah. You got to agree with that, though, don't you? Oh, yeah, especially with adults. And I, I even do it with no, uh, Lisa wanted to let me uh, uh, let Raiden, my nephew, win it. 
something. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Not unless he's two years old. Okay. If he's, if he's five, yeah, he has to. And that's a valuable lesson. I mean, I, I don't want to preach on it too much, but uh, learning to accept defeat is an incredibly uh, valuable lesson in learning to strive for the, to win. You know what I mean? So. Especially as parents, we got to do what we can. And, and as uh, godparents, whatever, like I consider myself parents to Jimmy and Donnie and, I never let either one of them win at anything. And, and the way schools and all are going now, as a parent, you got to teach them how to lose because at school and all these events until they're in high school or late in high school, everybody wins. Everybody gets a trophy. You finish a race two minutes behind the winner, everybody, there's no winner. <laughs> you know, you go to a lot of – we went to a couple games with the kids and they don't even keep score anymore, John. What's the sense of that? Trophy. Yes, what's the sense of that? <laughs> Did you see uh, one of my heroes was, uh, uh, I can't think of his name now, but he was the defensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And his son came home with a seventh praise trophy or something like that. And he took it back to school, dude. <laughs> he, he, he took it right back to school. I, I was cracking up. Uh, James Harrison. Remember James Harrison who played yeah, through his yeah, late, yeah. late 30s? I mean, yeah, he said his son came home with this seventh place trophy or fifth place, whatever it was. He said he got he put him right in the car. And we took it right back to school that day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. But, yeah, Judith kicked my butt. 121 to 64 last week, John. Oh, she she put a whopping on you. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts and the whole Eagles team, they look like a bunch of fifth-place finishers against the Giants <laughs> last week, John. So yeah, yeah, and that's not even that stiff a competition. So No, it was Unfortunately. Horrible. So we play the Jets this week, and Jalen Hurts is hurt, so he's not playing. We got the mustache, Gardner Minshew, starting for us. Oh, wow. That's digging deep. But uh, Tommy Lee got off the schneid. He won 120-63 to over Aaron Ryan. Aaron Ryan showed pictures of uh, he had a daddy-daughter day. His daughter's getting so big, she's a beautiful girl. It was sweet to see that picture, Aaron. So Merry Christmas to you. Jim Tucker posted a picture of his Disney tree going around. Did you see that, John? No, no, I didn't. But uh, I, I, I think I had seen it the year before, so I know he's got a, a Disney tree. So. Yeah, so I retweeted that. I think we owed him one. What about you, John? Uh, yeah, I think once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, our buddy Robbie out in California, he's going to be jealous because we have another Bobby now on the show, John. Hey, well. Robbie and Bobby. Uh, Evan Chasen lost again to Mr. Watts, 101-97. Petey's Pirates, you won 110-56 over Duckburg, John. Yeah, I I took it to my (laughs) sister-in-law. I have no words for that, John. I'm I'm just moving on. Yeah. Mr. Gennetti squeezed by by the skin of his chinny-chin-chin, 94-92 over monorail bob i don't know i think he changed scores or something uh sean duffy lost to o-town mr hamilton 102 to 97 and your beautiful bride took took your son out john <laughs> yeah that was a uh, a a fun uh, uh discussion let me <laughs> well i'm i'm actually proud of lisa for taking jj out good job lisa so especially uh you know, especially I know he's a mama's boy and mommy loves the baby, but it's nice to see a baby uh, get taught what for from mama. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, well, she doesn't let anybody win, believe me. Oh, so. that's good. That's good parenting right there, John. So, <clears throat> but anyhow, so how's your week been? Any uh, strollers left out on the bus yet? No, no. Uh, actually, not too bad this week. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, the hay fever is bothering me. But other than that, I, I think we had a pretty good week. I did a lot of uh, Fort Wilderness to Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom to Fort Wilderness this week. So, uh, a lot of uh, run, 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 back and forth, look at deer and uh, <laughs> yeah. deer and hawks and uh, possums and raccoons and squirrels and every yeah. critter under the sun. Well, my buddy John and Lisa, my other buddy John and Lisa, they were they just got back and he refused to do any lightning lane, right? So they did every ride twice, he said. He got on Rise of the Resistance twice. He got on uh, Ratatouille twice. Uh, they did Slinky Dog a couple times. They did uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railroad. They uh, Flight of Passage in. But the only thing that they paid lightning lane for, and he didn't do it, he refused to do it out of principle. And he said out of principle for me too, which I really appreciate it. But what happened was his son ended up putting down the 15 bucks for the four of them, the 60 bucks. And then John ended up buying lunch. So he kind of backhandedly kind of paid for it without paying for it <laughs> to do it again. He said, I'm not doing it. So his son went and bought four tickets. So then John bought lunch. So he said, I principally, I didn't. So I, I, I can't put him totally on the hook for that. Can you, John? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of, uh, that's kind of paying it on the sly, isn't it? Yeah, well, he felt bad, so he bought his son lunch. So he refused to pay. The son went and got him anyway. So I don't know. I'm going to let him off the hook, but I I, I, I hope people, more people don't pay than do. So, what they what they end up paying for anyway? $15 each, 60 bucks. No, for, for what? For, what for Rise of the Resistance, Lightning League. Oh, okay. For okay. A fa- one, one ticket for that. They paid an nah, extra, he paid an extra $60 this Sunday for the four of them. Yeah, um, I mean, we're going to go, we're going Monday and Tuesday, and we're going to try to ride, some, Ratatouille, I know Lisa wants to ride, so we'll we'll try to wait in the queue for that, or get the, uh, but I don't see myself paying for any, anything, I mean, honestly, uh, we're going to go on a vacation in April, and uh, I know I want to ride a lot of rides, but we're just going to have to wait, it is what it is. So. Yeah, well, I mean... Even I think Ratatouille and I could be wrong, so don't send me the Twitters and the direct message and the DMs. But I mean the DMs and the emails. But I think Ratatouille's twelve bucks now, John. So it'd be yeah. twenty four twenty four bucks. I mean, to ride something that was free a month ago. Yeah, exactly. So or or to ride something that I can wait thirty five minutes for. So yeah. that's fine. I'll, I'll just wait thirty five minutes. Yeah. So Orange County, uh, December third, John is officially now Walt Disney World Day. Well, look at that. Yeah, so what the, uh, my ask my, my question is what the hell took them so long? What, 50 years? The goddamn company supported the entire central Florida area for what? The past 50 years? You don't that it wasn't worth it after the 25th anniversary to have a day for Disney? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, uh, central Florida would certainly be a different uh location if uh, disney world had never came so yeah uh, yeah universal wouldn't be there sea world none of that none of that would be there at this point you know what would be there doug gatorland would be there because gatorland was actually opened in 1953 there you go gatorland would cypress gardens would have still been around uh beaches would still be here so we'd still be a tourist destination but nothing like uh nothing like we are now with number one in the world so you know my my opinion is which 
is the one that really counts, Sean, right? Oh, okay. No, but I agree with everything you said. But uh, after, I think after the 10th year of Walt Disney World being there, they should have had official day in Central Florida. What about you? I would have thought the real estate developers and the, yeah. <laughs> you know, those guys would have got together and, and made a... Uh, an honorary statue of Walt Disney. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, how many rich people got, how many people got absolutely massively rich off of uh, him moving here, moving his, his kingdom here. So, I mean, it basically is the number one employer in the entire state of Florida. And the, one of the biggest employers in the world. And it took them 50 years to say, Hey, you know what? Maybe we ought to have a Walt Disney World day. I mean, <laughs> what morons. But I'm glad it finally happened. Uh, Walt Disney World is now closing down. Swimming pool refurbishment began at Art Disney's Art of Animation Resort in January 2022, John. So they're going to be closed down for a little while, redoing the big blue pool and the cozy pool, John. It's going to reopen in April. So that's a good little uh, chunk of time to redo that pool. Yeah, yeah. Imagine they have to what drain them and reseal them and all that stuff, and they have to do them every couple of years. So it's probably that time. And and fortunately, I mean, it, it'll be somewhat chilly maybe in January. So I don't think anybody will mind too much. No, I no. And and when they usually do that, they allow you to go to another pool or go to the. You'll probably go over to uh, Art of Ad, I mean, over to uh, Pop Century, Pop yeah. Century or whatever, and use their pool. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. If if it happens to be a warm day, like we're gonna have later this week, yeah, I, I'm certain there'll be people looking for the pool uh, uh, Thursday and Friday, 84 and 85. So that's definitely uh, that's swimming weather. So it, you know that weather is kind of like uh, what people or when when I talk to uh, Judith and Tommy, what they have in the summertime. So it's it's weird. So. Well, I'll tell you what. If I was down there, I know you're saying it's swimming weather, but for me, that's just like perfect let's roam around everywhere weather that that's like perfect eat drink and be merry weather to me yeah 84 degrees at this time of year is different too than uh than when we hit 84 in in july about nine o'clock because yeah. in july you got a, uh, about 90 percent humidity yeah and so 80 84 at two o'clock on a, on thursday is going to be about 35 percent humidity it's so going to be a gorgeous be perfect beautiful day. day yeah it's going to be warm but it's beautiful it's a Moosehead, a Le Fin de Mont, a couple Le Cellier steaks kind of afternoon. Me and you sit, and the girls sitting by uh, the promenade at Epcot's World Showcase, John. That's there what you I go. call it. That, sound, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a, of a long-awaited, John, like we talked about the uh, Disney getting their day. Disney announced the long-awaited return of the parking lot trams, John. Yes, uh, Magic Kingdom will be uh, restarting later this month, probably right around Christmas, and then the other three parks will rejoin next year. I figure sometime around mid-January. Yeah, it's About like flipping what time. the hell? Yeah, what the hell? That they, out of all the things that stayed closed, that was the stupidest. It made no sense and. Disney couldn't even explain it. They just didn't say a word about it, really, John. No, they just ignored the fact that they weren't open. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think about all the closed environments where people sit close together, all the theaters and the stage shows and stuff like that. Those were open months ago. Yep. But yet the tram that's an open air, fresh air in your face vehicle uh, has been closed for uh, since the COVID, uh, COVID began. It made no sense whatsoever. Plus the safety of all the disabled people, like with lung problems and walking problems and leg problems that basically, you know, 
And not everybody, and, and you know this for a fact, John. When people are going to these parks, and you know how overwhelming it is, you've driven yourself and parked in the parking lots in all these parks. When you're driving in, it's overwhelming to understand where the drop-off is when it's your first time in the park. Am I wrong? You're just going to follow and go park wherever they put you. You're not going to be asking for, like, especially if you're not totally handicapped, like you don't have a, a wheelchair or anything, but you, you, don't, you can't walk a long distance. You usually end up parked where you're going to park. Am I wrong? Oh yeah, well you you are gonna park where you park unless yeah. you've got a handicap. I mean you're they they they're gonna tell you where to park. Mm -hmm. You don't get to choose, so it is what it is. But yeah, some people won't even think like let me drop my elderly you know whoever off even if they're not handicapped up front because you're all you're you're overwhelmed by a gazillion cars around there. You know you're not going you're 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 confused. It's it's not the place that you go for the first time that you could figure out where you're going for the first time. You know you do bring up a good point though. Um, that would be a good idea for people that are, if anybody is happening to listen to us. Uh, when, if you do have somebody that you want to drop off, just follow the Uber and the Lyft uh, signs that are at the front of all the parks, mm. um, to, you know, to, to show where to drop them off. And then mm. if you think about it, you could go drop Aunt Gertrude or uh, Uncle Pat off at that area and make a much shorter walk for them. And then go park the vehicle, your vehicle, where you need to, you know. Hundred percent. Like me and you, I, I, I've done that for mom, you know, and Brendan, and going back and stuff like that. But, but we know the parks like the back of our hands because we've been there so many times. Can you imagine it's your first visit and you're where you, and even you're overweight or whatever, and you don't want to. It, it, it can take advantage of you, especially like we talked about the Animal Kingdom. It's like. Walking across that's like walking across. Uh, you're 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 seeing uh, mirages as you're walking of uh, cold drink stands going across that parking lot. Yeah, that's pretty much the uh, Sahara Desert by the yeah. time you're up front. So. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of that, my buddy John with the buses too. He had a when he was just down there. His only complaint was that they literally had to go to a cast member when they left Hollywood Studios because no buses showed up for them. For uh, he stayed at All Star Music. He said the crowd was so long, they had four buses had to end up showing up to take them back. Four busloads of people. So what I don't time know. Of day? It was at night at park closing. Okay. Yeah, he said it, he he said it was the first time it ever happened to him. I said what? A, he was the only problem we had is one night with the bus. He goes, nobody came. He goes, it was like 40 minutes, and then all of a sudden, uh, four buses came. Yeah. I'd I, I won't say how that happens, but I don't know how that would have happened because yeah. we that's the one time of the, of the day yeah. when there's constant buses running. So yeah, he, that, that makes doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know what the hell happened to him. And he ain't the type to – he don't make nothing up. It just – unless I misheard and it was maybe a little earlier in the night, but I thought he said park closing, John. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean, yeah, at two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, this stuff's gonna happen like that just because they don't—they yeah. have people changing shifts and all that. Yeah, type I'll of have stuff. to reiterate. I'll have to reiterate yeah. with him. I'm just telling at, you, at, whatever time it was, he had a problem. That was his only problem. He yeah. said that uh, he waited for a while, and I don't know. Maybe it was that because that was around the time. Well, with me, it was around four o'clock when I waited it. Yeah. At, uh, yeah. Sport. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still unfortunate, and it's still a uh, uh, but it's a little more understandable. You know, we just don't have that many people working at two and four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. just because there's not that many people leaving. It's, there's no, it's, it's not a, a good reason, but there's a reason, you know, yeah. but at park close for, I mean, 
yeah, especially uh, Hollywood Studios is run is runs a little differently because they don't usually have we have these people at um, coordinators that stand out when buses come into the loop. And if you're a floater bus, which is kind of what I did today, which basically means you just fill in where you're needed, they will tell you where to go and pick up this bus, that bus, or pick up this load zone, pick up that load zone. And especially at the Magic Kingdom, I mean, there's so many buses going in and out of that place that. I, and the lines look astronomically long, but we go through them pretty freaking quick. Um, and like I said, Hollywood Studios, for some reason, runs differently. They don't have uh, one of those coordinators standing there telling the buses where to go. So uh, they have to basically watch our cameras. And sometimes, I guess, maybe they uh, they, they must have missed that one. So I don't know. Yeah, he, he said the most annoying part was listening to everybody else bitch and complain. He said it would have been fine with him if it would have just been him and Lisa and maybe a couple other people. He said, but to get to the point where they, they literally had to all go grab, the, a couple of them went and grabbed cast members to complain, and then they end up calling. And then all of yeah. a sudden the buses showed up. So Anyhow, second Magic Kingdom ferry boat, upper level ferry boat access gate, gangway prep for installation. Like you said, John, I don't know what took them so long to figure this one out. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-story boat. Why don't we unload both at the same time? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean. uh, Brenda's going to be happy about this one, John. Uh, new World Showcase Promenade Kiosk coming to Epcot's France Pavilion. You know why Brenda's going to be happy with it? Why is that? A new... And Judith will be happy with this, too. A new wine kiosk is coming to the France Pavilion at Epcot along the, along the World Showcase Promenade. All right. And it shows a row of bushes blocking where it's going to be built. But uh, the kiosk that closed alongside the opening of La Crepe in Remy's Ratatouille Adventures Courtyard. And it's behind the bushes. So they're, it's going to be created out front. So I'm a... Um, I'm curious to see what kind of what kind of wine list and whenever they create a new one, like uh, dude that uh that uh what you call it, gelate stand in Italy was amazing. But whenever they start to create new kiosks, I wonder which way they're going to go. If you follow me, like I I, I try to see what their offerings are going to be to see if it it's going to start a change in some way. You know what I'm getting at? Yep, yep. You know so, and speaking of a change, John. This has to be better, but Susan Arnold to replace Bob Iger as chairman of the board of the Walt Disney World Company. So we're going to have an, oh, a wonderful woman to run the Walt Disney World Company. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, hopefully uh, she's a little more uh, fan-friendly for everybody. That's what we're all hoping. It can't be worse. Yeah, yeah. This is how much Bob Iger's made off the Walt Disney Company. Did you hear the latest rumor what he might be buying? I have no, probably, I don't know, uh, one of the, he's going to go into competition with Elon Musk and the other guy to launch missiles into space. No, he's talking about buying the Phoenix Suns basketball team, John. Oh, well, uh, yeah. that That's how I, much I money this is. You know, I mean, at least stay here and buy freaking Orlando Magic and make them good. Yeah, well, I, 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 that would make sense. But, yeah, the, he's rumored one of the purchasers of thinking about buying the Phoenix Suns. That's how much money this man has made off of. Me and you, Johnny. Uh, mobile checkout expanded to more more Walt Disney World shopping locations at Walt Disney World. Uh, less and less cast members, John. You know, Doug, I saw a prime example of why I don't have a uh, I don't have that big of an order with mobile ordering. 
the other day. I picked up a family at Animal Kingdom, and we were going back to uh, Riviera. And there was uh, mom, dad, and three kids. Three kids under the age of eight. So a four-year-old, about a six, and, and probably an eight-year-old. And it took them the entire ride from Animal Kingdom to the Riviera to figure out what little Johnny, little Isabel, and what little Candace wanted to drink, eat, and uh, uh, order off of the mobile app. That entire time. Now, if they'd been standing in line, it would have taken that entire time. <laughs> and not as well as I have. You've been trapped behind that family before. Not, that, that look at the menu and don't know what to order. And it takes forever. Yeah, well, I'm the guy, if I'm standing behind them, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say, listen, I want to go out of here, too. And please choose. Thank you. <laughs> it you ain't that water? hard. You it, want chocolate milk? Yeah. Oh, they don't have chocolate milk. Do you want regular milk? No, well, they got apple juice. No, you want water? Oh, God. <laughs> mm, yeah. It's just sad. Joining Creation Shop at Epcot and Walt Disney World Disney Springs is the Emporium at the Magic Kingdom now. Is going to accept mobile checkout, John. Okay. Boo. Oh, and I, I read a story about this poor guy. I'm not going to mention his name or whatever on Twitter because I don't know if he wants it said, but I, he put it out there, the article. And, and I'll be honest, I'm a little lazy. I don't feel like looking it completely up right now. I got four computer. I got uh, two computers open and my one iPad open. I don't feel like going through the phone. But he, she, this, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because this poor woman kind of have what happened to you on the strollers, John. And she worked at Disneyland for 20 years, and her and a guest, a guest wanted to go somewhere where he wasn't like away that he wasn't supposed to go, and she directed him another way, and supposedly she kept. They kept going back and forth at each other, and then he started to throw in, and like really yelling and cursing at her, and she kept telling him to calm down, sir. And then all of a sudden, she lost a little bit and said a curse word back at him. And after being there for 20 years, she got fired immediately for that, and that was her first disciplinary action her entire life. And they said, when is Disney going to start to protect its cast members? And that's what the whole story was about. It was a little more in-depth than that, John, but... It kind of made me feel for you, if you understand what I'm saying. Because I could understand, like, if that guy would have screamed at you for another 10 minutes, you might have lost it, too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's not going to happen. I'll tell you that now it's not going to happen. I don't really care at this point. They want to fire me, they fire me. But nobody's going to happen. It is what it is. Yep. I don't blame you, John. It ain't right, but... Like he said, 20 years and one customer complaint, and she gets canned. And he said the major the major reason why he knows she's getting fired because he said he's noticing it all over Disneyland and and the, in the on the company because they can hire somebody making five or six dollars less an hour than she is. So, you, did you hear me on that one, John? No. Yeah, the problem with that is, what is she? A uh, uh, where does she work? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure, John. But yeah, uh, it, it she's 20 years so, and has moved up. She's uh, she's not like a frontline total frontline cast member. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, that makes a little more sense then because you can't, I mean, uh, there's bus drivers there that are, that have been there for 15 years that are making exactly the same as I do. Yeah. And, Cause they're a uh, union like journeymen like that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. So firing them would not do you any good for saving any money. I mean, that, 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 doesn't, that wouldn't make any sense for a bus driver. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, no, but they, they will, they will certainly fire you just to placate that guest. Yeah, that's what they're really after is because they're what they want to kiss the butt of that guest because they know that guest will come back and spend more money. And what what's what's the cast member going to do? Yeah, so that's that's what they're really after is, is placating that guest. Well, so. I hope after all this is said and done, I hope things change a little bit because they seem to be leaving you guys more and more out on the limb right now. And it's not fair. Yeah, I mean, and it's a double-edged sword because that's what makes Disney so great is their their customer relations and their guest service and and how they we a lot of us do bend over backwards to do stuff, but at the same time we expect a certain courtesy back from the guests and uh, I see less and less of it. I mean, people are it, since we came back from COVID, it seems to me that guests and therefore. Uh, cast members are ruder altogether. I mean, <laughs> it really does. It seems like society is ruder than it ruder to each other than it was before COVID. It does, and and I also and I and I don't like this uh, say it. I think a lot of it has to do too with the uh, the way the generations are right now. With everything is, I need it now, and that's it. There's like no waiting for any. Every no, the younger generation, I think, has zero patience, Sean. They want a new pair of sneakers, they get it from Amazon. They want this, they get it. They Everything is instantaneously. They, like, they have no patience for anything, John. And they expect the best and want to pay the least. The, new, the newest generation, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. The, the rudest people I ran into are either our age or a little older. So, yeah, well, I they're... I don't know. They're just old crabs then, John. Yeah, they're just, they're just buttheads. So. <laughs> yeah, but... No, big time. Uh, more nights sold out at Disney's Very Merry After Hour Christmas Party. I do you want to talk about nut jobs? <laughs> uh, Can you imagine? It, yeah, D Doug. I mean, for the longest time, we sat and talked about how uh, Disney Vacation was kind of all-inclusive, you know, especially at one time if you did buy the dining plan and all that type of stuff i mean once you got here you basically had to worry about your souvenirs well you most, know? a lot of times a year the dining package was part of the whole deal if yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so you got here you worried about your souvenirs but now all of a sudden uh, it's like a cruise line you yeah 100 I mean, you want you want to skip the lines oh you can pay a little bit a little bit here a little bit there and then and, and uh avoid the lines by using lightning lane and this and that and then oh you want to stay for another party well you can spend another thousand dollars to take your family to florida <laughs> christmas party. oh yeah so, i mean holy crap people. if you so. do if you do one christmas party and like say average three lightning lanes a day right <laughs> exactly you're you're talking about an extra spending? couple two grand God almighty. 1500 two grand on top of the this family of four, on top of the 4000 you already paid for park and stuff, right, John? I mean... Yeah, and, and, the, and the problem, I would think, especially with that Lightning Lane, is if it is 12 or 
and you're you're thinking to yourself, well, I'll just do it once, and then you'll do it again, and then you do it, again. and then all of a sudden, you know, you okay, well, I did it twice, so twenty four dollars for me and Lisa. No, you ended up doing it like ten times, and you spent you know three hundred dollars on freaking skipping lines. All of a sudden, ah. you feel it, it's kind of like it, you know what it, it equates to is buying uh, getting one of those apps on your phone mm-hmm. with the games where it's only ninety nine cents for this, it's only a yeah. dollar ninety nine for that, and yeah. then all of a sudden you spent fourteen thousand dollars playing a stupid game yeah well, <laughs> so. well well that's what disney's hoping that you have your credit card linked right to your my disney yeah, experience yeah. and while you're there you don't really you're not seeing it. oh 15 here eight there six here 14 there it's kind of like you remember when you used to go at the end of the trip and you had your room key where you did all your charges right on the, the disney your card john yeah. you had your disney card your your room key and your pass and everything you charged Everything right to your room. You remember those days, which that don't happen really no more, right? No, as far as I know, you can still charge everything to your room. But yeah, pretty much now it's my. It, it, it's different than what you get in that little. Remember at the end of the trip, you used to get the envelope shoved under the door, and you. Oh my God! I th- I charged fourteen hundred hours worth of stuff this trip. You know what I'm saying? Remember that when you when you get all the stuff you bought. Well, I still I still do that. I go yeah. I go down the night before we check out and yeah. I get the print out and like a look at it and then I pay it off right then. So. Yeah, but the point is, you don't realize what you spent until you look at that no, sheet. No, no, you never do. Exactly, okay. and that's what they're hoping with the lightning lane. You just keep banging out all the different ones and then you know go to Magic Kingdom, do three or four, whatever you could do in a day and. There's an extra couple hundred hours each day. Well, yeah, I mean, if the family afford, there's a couple hundred hours each day if you do. If you did Rise of the Resistance, Mickey, Minnie, and Slinky, family of four, it would be 60 for Rise. We'll say 40 for, 40 for the other two. So you're talking another $140, John, on top of the day. Ain't that nice? No, and I think I think it would be a slippery slope for people too. If you're if you're there with your family and you do it one time, I have a feeling it's kind of it's kind of and you need to do it again and then you do it again and you do it again. So I think if you're going to go and you're not going to do it, you kind of have to lock yourself into a situation where under no circumstance am I paying for this. No. You know what I mean? Well, so. that, that's me and Brenda. Like again, I told her if she wants to do Ratatouille, she can she can link it up because I'm not doing it. No. Nah. Uh, Space 220 Lounge now accepting reservations, so you can make reservations for the lounge. Uh, what else we have? Major concrete work underway at Disney's Boardwalk Inn. John, have you seen this? No, no. I rarely go. Being out of Epcot, I rarely go to uh, Boardwalk. Construction crew. Uh, uh, construction crews are working on a significant concrete project at Disney's Boardwalk Inn. Uh, the old concrete is being removed and replaced with new. No crap, John. When you're doing, <laughs> uh, you're you're removing the old and going to replace it with new. Go figure. Work is in place throughout the area, facing the lake on all sides. So, it's going on a little bit everywhere, John. They, they must, I, they might have had that old. Uh, you know how you get that old uh, concrete starting to turn orange? That's what I'm thinking happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it gets really ugly. Yeah. So. Disney's movie magic at Wonderful World of Animation Project show at Disney's Hollywood Studios returns to the schedule. I like that show. It's pretty good, John. Uh, More theming added to the Guardians of the Galaxy, John. This is getting closer and closer to opening. You getting excited? 
You won't believe it till it opens, right, John? Yeah, that and Tron Coaster both. I mean, I feel like we're repeating ourselves every week with this, but you can't, they won't give you anything set in stone of when that's going to open. No, no, sometimes soon. And you don't hear anything. Like, you're not hearing cast members, anybody, no cast members. Has any cast members applied to work in either one of them yet? I haven't seen the casting call for that. Uh, usually that's about a month or so before they start the soft review. So, no, I haven't seen any any. Uh, call calls for one of those attractions yet. So, yeah, it's weird. I think that would. Uh, I mean, I can't believe it's taking this long. I mean, what about the railroad? Have you seen anything for Walt Disney World Railroad uh, reopening? I mean, applying like any filling any of those uh, jobs? No, no, I haven't seen anything like that either. Nah, that's just sad. I again, I I know I keep uh, repeating myself. I'm redundant with this, but. I miss that. I'm looking forward more to that opening than Tron or Guardians, to be honest with you. Because I missed the whole ambiance of the train at the at the start of the day. Yeah, I miss hearing the whistle. So, yeah. And seeing it roll by. So. Amare. <laughs> at Walt Disney World Swan Reserve, now available on My Disney Experience. So you can book reservations over there, John. Uh, Disney deletes preview videos. It's on open table too, so. No, oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, I would. Uh, any of those places, including the restaurants at Disney Springs, I would recommend uh, getting reservations through Open Table, as opposed to uh, the Disney app, because if you do happen to have to uh, cancel your reservation, it's a lot easier on Open Table than it is on the Disney app, and they're not going to charge you ten dollars if you can't make the reservation. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's stupid. And, but I get it because people would make multiple. You know. Now, I, well, I remember uh, hearing you guys talk about that years ago. You, one of your buddies, did a lot of that. So. Oh, absolutely! I used to yell at him. <laughs> Holy moly! What just did an airplane jet go by you? No, uh, a rich boy truck. Okay. I live out here. In, I live out here in the country where there's a bunch of, of guys who think they're Joe Cowboy, and so they have to have these monster trucks, and they don't look like they've worked a day in their lives. If you know, you know the guys. So, yeah, I know. And so he had to pass me in his giant F-150 because he's a badass. <laughs> oh, so. I'm gonna have to put explicit on this show now, John. <laughs> Yeah, well. Having problems with Space Mountain again. Hey, you got much else here, Johnny. It's pretty much it. There was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Alright. Alright, let's play. On what? Where are you going on the bus when you're going to hear this song? Are you ready? Alright. Where am I going on the bus when I hear this song? Because you broke up a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, where are you going? Material Girl by Madonna. Uh, material, uh, pop century, I mean, uh, all-star music? Uh, you had it first, you had it right the first time. All-star movie? Or pop, pop century, pop century. century. Okay. Century. Pop century. All right. Now, I, uh, I'm a, I, I, 
between me and you, John, I was a big Madonna fan as a kid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, where are we at now, Johnny? You almost, What are you, almost to your final destination? Yeah, you can tell that it's getting a terrible connection, huh? Yeah, you're another uh, couple weeks we won't have this problem no more when I get the new platform in, John. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I've got a terrible connection around my house, I swear. No, well, that's going to be it for this week, John. I'm going to let you go. Uh, everybody be kind to one another. We hope everybody is getting ready to see Santa Claus soon. And everybody uh, continues to listen to the show. And if you do enjoy the show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. It's hard for me to say tonight, John. So, John, you want to say goodbye to everybody? Well, John can't hear us, so John's going to say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everyone. Be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at BeerSolo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.